Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. Hey, I want to talk to you about words. And I feel like uh, this next year is going to be great. And it's, it's going to come from the power of His Word but it's also going to come into accepting his word and making it our word. Uh, I remember when I was a kid, there was someone who, you know, was talking at a conference and they said, you know, pray to God and ask him what he thinks about you and he'll change your whole perspective. And so I was, I was 12 years old and I was really excited. And I went before God and I was this insecure little skinny white kid, you know, just super awkward. And I just went before God. I'm like, all right, God, what do you think? What do you think? Have you ever done that? Where you just ask God? What's going on with my life? What's this all about? What's the purpose? And I remember he spoke to me, you, Elijah Hollis, are a leader. Really? Because up until that point, I was an awkward, skinny, white kid that thought way too much about what everybody thought. And I was, I was just awkward. I hated being in front of people. It's like, God, how, how in the world is that going to work? You know, you gotta work some things out before you speak something like that. But that word set a title. And you know, titles set perspective. When you have a title, it sets a perspective. When a doctor comes in the room and says, I'm Dr. Elijah, all of a sudden, everything changes about me because you think, I have a title, right? And that comes with something. And a lot of times when we title things, when you have titles of books or titles of movies or titles of you know anything in life, it can set your perspective on it before you even see it or hear it or know about it. All right? It's like, wow, that sounds like a good restaurant. Well, it's a title. We'll drive by somewhere and be like, ooh, that looks really good. It's just the appearance, but the title sets our perspective on something. And there's a lot of years that maybe you've gone into having a title about it that hasn't given you much expectation. And maybe you've come out of years where it has set your perspective because of your past. Past can always... All, uh, can also set your perspective. When you see your past and you see things that have happened, it can set your perspective for the future. But there's power when you title something. We've done this for years. We've titled our years with one word. And we always pray about it. We come together as a family. It's like, all right, what do we feel like God is speaking over this year? One year we had the word uh, new. It was new. And in that year, I think we've got a new house. Uh, we've got this whole idea of change. And our business started taking off, like all these new things. But it was our perspective going into it to say, all right, this is a new season. We're looking for new opportunities, new things. God just spoke that into our spirits. This last year was focus. It was focus. And let me tell you, it has guided us the entire year. Because everything that happens, there's been some things. How many know storms of life can hit? And when storms of life hit, it was always going back to the title. Because it was like, oh yeah, God titled this year, Focus. That might be going on, but we got to focus. Everything might be looking that way, but we got to stay focused. That's what God called us to. We're going to stay focused. This year, we prayed over our word, and the word rise is titling 2018 for me and my family 
And we looked up the definition, and I was super pumped, because we'll have these words throw out, we'll be like, yeah, focus, and then we'll look up the definition, and be like, yo, that is dope, like that. That's gonna be a sick year. I'm so pumped about it. So this year we started looking at the definitions and one of the definitions for rise is to rise to the standard or the demand that has been placed on an individual. And I was like, babe, get ready. God is demanding something from us that we are gonna have to rise to. And I'm so pumped about it because it's something that we haven't been at before. We're gonna rise to the occasion. We're gonna rise above a bunch of things that maybe have set the foundation but we're going higher. So it set our world, it set our year up. You understand why I'm excited now? Because I'm praying to God saying, this next year you're going to rise. Well, now I'm stoked. I don't know what you got going on, but I'm rising. You know? Your word might be something else. It might be courageous. God might want you to be courageous. It might be bold. It might be faith. Maybe you need some faith. Maybe it might be open door. I don't know. I was homeschooled, so that's not one word. But you know what I'm saying? You're picking your word. Maybe it's perspective. Maybe you've had a terrible perspective. Maybe God's trying to get you lined up. That's what he had to do with us this last year. Say focus. Because there's a lot of things that could have distracted us. But we remembered the title. The title of our year was focus. And this next year... I'm walking in, looking for ways, looking for demands for me to rise to. Isn't that good? Yeah. So good. Um, Proverbs chapter 7, I want to I share this verse with you. Starting in verse 1. It says, My son, keep my words and store my commands within you. Keep my commands and you will live. Guard my teachings as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Man, I wonder, I wonder if God has spoken a command or a call on your life or your year. And I wonder how many years or days or months you missed it because you haven't kept his command or his call as number one. You haven't guarded it. And things happen in your life and they direct you. And all of a sudden, the storms of life become your direction. How many know that can be frustrating? Because if you are going on the world's systems, as soon as the world falls apart, so are you. And if you're going on this feeling of love that everybody talks about, well, as soon as those bad days happen in your marriage, all of a sudden, that's the direction that you're going. Well, I guess we're out of love. If you're not based on something solid as the Word of God, because how many know God's words are the most powerful words in the existence of human humankind? Yeah. They're the most powerful things. The Bible actually says that He establishes the steps. He establishes the plans. His words are super powerful. And so when you grab a hold of His title over you, when I was a young kid, I didn't believe I was a leader. But all of a sudden, God titled me a leader. You know what that did to me? It made me rise up to the occasion. Wow, I'm a leader. Well, I got to look around. Who's following me? And what I learned is, as you go along, God teaches you the definition of your title. 
You always don't have to understand the definition before you know the title. Sometimes God will give you a promise before you actually understand the process of your promise. Come on, somebody. I'm preaching good. You see, sometimes you'll get a title and it doesn't make any sense. And you'll say, God, that doesn't make sense because this doesn't line up. And you don't know who I am. And you don't know what people have called me. You don't know what I'm capable of. You don't know how I failed. You don't know all the things that are going on inside of my mind and heart. Do you understand what goes on in my mind but I'm not thinking about anything? And I just wander? God, do you get that? And the title doesn't meet who you are. It doesn't match up. That's okay. Because God's going to teach you the definition. But first you've got to get the title in place. Because then you start to dive into the title. You start to understand, wow, this is why he commanded this of me. Wow, this is why he called me to this. We didn't understand focus when we got to the middle of the year. world fell apart. You go through valleys. But I found that in the valleys is when you really dive into the title that God placed on you. And to the times when you don't feel like a leader, that you remind yourself, got my name badge here that God put on me. I'm a leader. How can I look for opportunities? And all of a sudden, you find the definition of the title that has been given. The Jews had this thing where they would tie the commandments of God. They would write them on paper and put them in boxes and they would tie them around their fingers. And that's what he was talking about when he says, bind them on your fingers, write them on the tablet of your heart. The Jews would literally walk around with these boxes hanging off their hands so they wouldn't forget the commandments of God because they placed such huge priority, such huge importance on the commands of God. They never wanted to forget. And every time they would try to forget, the boxes would remind them. They would remember, oh yes, the commandment of God. And they would keep it in front of them. The Bible says that they would, they would pass these things on to their kids, to their grandkids. They would remember what God commanded them. And that's what we're doing. We're writing it down. And I want you to grab a journal if you haven't already. Because we're defining this year, my city, my time. Your city looks a little different than my city. That's okay. We all got different cities. My city looks like a family. It looks like children. It looks like a business we're running. It looks like a church we started. My city is all different than your city. It might be a school open doors, a job, whatever you got going on in your life, you have different your city. But the thing that we all have in common is we're all taking our city and making it our time. And 2018 is the year we're stepping into saying this is our time. We're ready to go. We've been prepping and God's going to continue to prep us as we step out of faith. Because as Peter stepped out of the boat is when he was able to walk on water. He wasn't walking on water in the boat. He had to step out first. So we title. We say, this is my city. This is my time. I'm stepping out of faith, knowing that God is for me. Therefore, who can be against me? And you step out on the promises of God. In Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8. I love this scripture. It says, for my thoughts. This is Jesus, God talking. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Thank you, Jesus. Neither are your ways my ways. Praise God. Sometimes I just thank God for not letting me be God. Like, praise God, your thoughts aren't my thoughts. My thoughts are all over the place. 
as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. There's promises that God spoke into existence for you, put over your life, your family, your marriage, your finances, your job, your school, your neighborhood. God spoke that into existence, but here's the good news. God just doesn't speak a word, but he makes sure that the word fulfills its purpose. And so the Bible says that he works all things together for our good. Check this out. So he speaks something to existence, and then he works out all the details to make sure you land in the destination. The middle part is our decision if we're going to align ourselves with what God is doing in our lives. He speaks the title, but we jump onto the process. But we have to jump on to the process in order to reach the purpose. But the good news is, when we step out on that water, the Bible says that God's words, every word that comes out of his mouth, accomplishes what he wants to get done with it. Isn't that good news? He's spoken into existence, and he makes it happen. He doesn't just speak and say, oh, I hope you guys figure it out. You're going to have a great marriage. Hope you figure it out. Enjoy. No, he says, listen, I've called you to be a great husband. I've called you to be a great wife. And now I'm going to work out every detail and make sure everything works together so that you can end in this great husband and great wife that I called you to. I've called you to be a disciple, to go into your school and rock it for Jesus Christ. I didn't just call you to that. I want to work out every detail, open up doors and opportunities. I'm going to give you favor so that you can reach the destination of being that Disciple that's rocking your school for Jesus Christ. Not only are we titled, but he empowers us to accomplish what he's calling us to. And I love that about God, that he never calls us to something we can't handle. He'll only give us as much as we can handle. I just wish sometimes he didn't trust me so much. You ever feel like that? But knowing that his words never fail. Knowing that what he speaks always gets accomplished. So I want to take some time today and define our year. And maybe you've already thought about it. Maybe you've already come in saying, I know what 2018 is. I know. I've been praying. I've been, I know what God is calling me to. I know what God is defining this year as. And that's awesome. But I want you to take your journal. If you haven't already, go to the first page. And I want you to pray that God would define your year. We're going to sing again. We'll sing the chorus. We're going to sing again. And I want you just to pray. God, and if you're, you're with your family, I want you to gather around with your family. I want you to pray, God, lead and guide us. What does this year look like for us? What does this year look like for our family? how we handle life, how we handle decisions. Everything's going to go through this title. Jesus, I pray that you just speak in this time. We thank you for these moments. 
where you speak your words. We know they're powerful, they're awesome. That's why we write them down, because they're the most important words we could ever hear. So God, speak to us. Why don't you join me and say that? Say, God, speak to me. Just you speak to us as we define our years? At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.